Hello and welcome everyone to the Clark Connection Podcast. I'm your podcast host, Walt Clark, and we're in our second season. We look forward to you listening and certainly look forward to hearing from you. Wherever you are in this great, big, beautiful world, we hope that we can touch your heart, inspire your mind, and speak to your soul on this journey called life and help make the road smoother. So if you're ready, let's get to it. The Clark Connection Podcast, where we talk about what we talk about. What is happening to our black history? There's a concerted effort by certain political groups and the majority population to alter and diminish black history in the United States. From the beginning of our ancestors' enslavement, education was forbidden, restricted, and limited. Let me be clear first that It's not that we could not read or write, but it's that they could not read nor write the English language. Our ancestors, centuries before, created languages, chronicled their history, and could read. Dr. Clyde Winters, the author of The Ancient Black Civilizations of Asia, wrote that before the rise of the Egyptians and Sumerians, there was a wonderful civilization in the fertile African Sahara where people developed perhaps the world's oldest known form of writing. Like many things, Africa was the birthplace of the written language. In fact, many written languages predate the Greek language, which is documented to have originated circa 1400 B.C., and is generally considered to be the oldest European language. Even before ancient Egyptians dominated East Africa and most of the Middle East, there were older languages written and spoken by black people, not illiterate people. The enslaved were forbidden to learn the English language. They were sometimes whipped, beaten, even put to death because the masters didn't want the enslaved to know anything except what they told them. Since 2022, several states with Republican leadership have enacted since 2022, several states with Republican leadership have enacted laws restricting discussions on race and racism in education. According to an article in U.S. News and World Report dated February the 13th of this year, the College Board released framework earlier that month for its new advanced placement course, African American Studies, which is currently being piloted in 60 high schools around the U.S. This version looks different than a previously leaked version, which included the works of Kimberly Crenshaw, who coined the term intersectionality and is the leading scholar on critical race theory and feminist author Bell Hooks. In January, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis criticized the course's teaching, calling it indoctrination. Now, indoctrination 
is the process of teaching a person or a group to accept a set of beliefs uncritically and announce plans to ban it from high schools in the state if the college board didn't modify the curriculum. Now, it seems to me that his definition of indoctrination is the same definition that was used on our enslaved ancestors. Meanwhile, the Princeton Review's Advanced Placement, or AP, offerings include AP classes in Chinese, French, European, Spanish, German, Italian, Japanese, but they do not have a comprehensive language and culture study on Africa. African American Studies as an AP course has faced criticisms and attempts to ban it, highlighting the need for black parents and communities to take charge of teaching our own history accurately. For instance, there's a church in Florida that has taken up the mantle to offer classes to the community in teaching African American black history. Our history must be taught accurately and untainted by hateful people. Black contributions in education are very significant to education, thus having a, made a huge impact on this country. Those included Rita Pearson, who gives TED Talks on education and coined the phrase, Every Child Needs a Champion. Carletta Walls Lanier, the youngest of the Little Rock Nine, who is an author and president of the Little Rock Nine Foundation. Charlotte Forden Grimke, who is the first black teacher at Penn School in South Carolina, helped to educate newly free black slaves after the Civil War. Kelly Miller, the first black graduate student in mathematics. Fanny Jackson Copen, born a slave, was the first African-American school principal. Inez Beverly Prosser, the first black woman to earn a Ph.D. in psychology. Dr. Jean L. Noble, professor in education and served on educational commissions under Presidents Johnson, Nixon, and Ford. And Dr. Mary McLeod Bethune, who was a lifelong educator and founder of Bethune-Cookman College, on which the standard for today's black colleges or HBCUs was set. It is further intriguing that they don't want their children to learn about slavery in its true light, nor being made to feel bad about slavery. But that implies that it's okay for black children to see in the media how they treat us now. It's okay for our children to live in fear that they could be victims of hate crimes and no one will come to their rescue, but they will send thoughts and prayers. Education is not foreign to our people, but if it is allowed to be so brutally discarded as myth, legend, or fairy tale, then black history and American history will become alive right before our eyes in our time. I have said before, and I will say again, and likely repeated in the future regarding this topic, I believe the push to sanitize history where it concerns black people of this nation comes from the supremacists and racists that want to present an image of America 
where they are the heroes, not the villains. The reluctance to acknowledge and address historical injustices is driven by guilt and a desire to avoid confronting the true history of dominance and oppression. Notice, they also go as far as to twist religious beliefs to justify their actions, but the root of these efforts is racism. They somehow believe that the strategies of their forefathers can still work. And I would that you take note that instead of bullwhips and rifles on horseback, it's now laws and clearly racist policies. In summary, efforts to alter black history and suppress discussions about race continue in various forms, necessitating a proactive approach by the black community to ensure accurate education and representation. It is time for the black community to get back to the village mentality of raising and supporting one another, educating one another, and watching out for one another. As did on the dock in Montgomery, Alabama, when one of us throws our cap in the air, all of us should come running. That's all we have time for on this episode, but join us again as we continue to talk about what we talk about here on the Clark Connection Podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, on X or Twitter, and YouTube. We're on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcast platforms, or check your favorite search engine for Clark Connection Podcast. This is your host, Walt Clark, saying thank you for listening. Be kind, be well, and be great.